question everything. Welcome all you creeps to murder on the Welcome back to another episode of, uh, what is murder? this show called? Something about murder. Something about, oh yeah, welcome all you creeps to Murder on the 420 Express. This is Mandy. This is Lisa. And we are extremely excited to A, talk about the strain of the day. Lisa. I am extremely high. Yeah, we're both kind <laughs> of high, so we're probably going to be a little bit off of like the natural rhythm, but um, we... Smoked a couple different things, but you're going to be talking about... <laughs> Just so you know, that's my boyfriend. Yeah, we're going to talk about meth. Then we're I'm gonna sorry, go... I'm alright. Meth, rank, speed, the H, special K. It's kind my of our ADD. specialty here. Oh my gosh. Alright, this one is courtesy of Mama M. Mama M. She's amazing. She's amazing. She is one of our mothers, but you don't know which one. Why not both? She is both of our mothers, actually. Um, but she actually picked out a really cool strain. Um, um, she actually went to the local dispensary called The Dispensary, located at the corner of Plum and South Virginia Street here in Reno, Nevada. Yes. And we would like to give a shout out to one of the bud tenders there. His name is Oscar, who did Oscar guide, Perez, yeah. Who did guide Mama M to go to get this that. lovely strain. Yeah, he's actually helped us several times picking out a joint that's like specific for what we want. I like sativas. I don't mind the hybrids, but he kind of listens to our podcast, so we're gonna do a little shout out. He also um, did Nornev clothing, and he does work at the dispensary. So if you guys are in the local Reno area. I would highly check them out. Go go to your local bed tender and get the perfect strain for whatever you need. For your needs. They got you. Yes. Okay. So the strain of the day is called Cherry Dosey Dough. Cherry Dosey Dough. And what's the flavors? I could tell you what mm. I feel, but. So <clears throat> the parents of this lovely strain are Phantom Cookie and Dosey Dough. Okay. Hints of rich and purple ember. That's what the flower looks like. And it's pungent, really beautiful. sweet, earthy, with a hint of floral. Okay. It's really kind of a nice romantic bud, I think. Like cherry dosy dough. It's kind of like that perfect end of summer. Get you going. It's got that nice flavor. It has a really nice, relaxing high for people who do. <laughs> Are you seeing that theme song to Titanic? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, fine. I lost it. It's your perfect afternoon delight, to be honest. If you want like weed that you can just smoke, chill out. Uh, you can do things around the house, but you can also research for a podcast. You can also listen to a podcast. After this is really that. nice. Is that yeah. weed right there? This <clears throat> is CBD. CBD pen. Nice. Just I kid you not, Lisa, in. every single time she's over, she's got like a new pen, but it's got like a new like, like a combination. No. THC, CBD, hybrid, like everything. I actually want to try a little bit of that too. If you don't mind. No, go for it. But that sounds like a really romantic bud. Oh, but the effects of this start from the head and then go through the body, leaving the user euphoric and relaxed. Mm. So I could definitely <sighs> felt that. This is like a make love weed. This is so nice. Um, Before I have to charge it? Oh, you just charge it? Yeah, because look at the cartridge comes out. Yeah, but you got to refill that though, right? Yeah. So how many hits do you usually, how much, how like many? for an everyday smoker, like how much would one of the, like was that a gram? Or like a half a gram? But that's CBD. Um, it's, oh, it's, one, it's one dropper of this. Oh, he's got this right here? Mm-hmm. Can I try that? Yeah. Where'd you get this at? Strawberry. Oh, like that's Thought Cloud. 
This is all not CBO sponsored, by the way. How much is this? Um, that I I got it in a bundle for like fifty nine dollars. So for six hundred milligrams. It's Thought Cloud CBD. Thought Cloud CBD. So, babe, we're gonna so, get back to the podcast oh, my now. Bad, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You're all having like a really big conversation about it. All right. So, uh, going back to the strain, like I said, I think it's a really nice make love weed. I think it sounds beautiful. It definitely tastes amazing, and it leaves you, honestly, it's a bit orgasmic from like the head to the toes of like just this warmth, like honey. Hmm. Yeah, you feel that. You feel that? Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we've been talking about some urban legends. Um, you know, we've got uh, Dracula and vampires, we've got skinwalkers, we've got coming up the greys, we've got a lot of what what's another one that we did? We did La Llorona and El Cucuy. So tonight, can I get a drum roll, please? We're gonna be talking about the Mothman prophecies. I know. So, uh, I personally love the Mothman. Do you know much about the Mothman, Lisa? Um, I mean, I know. Like, Better call Richard Gere and fucking start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Richard Gere. We'll get into that afterwards. <laughs> Not a lot, but okay. I do like it. I like the Mothman prophecies because I really don't know what the Mothman is, and to me it's, like, such a mysterious creature still. Um, so I'm going to go over some sightings and, like, the history of the Mothman, and I want you guys, while you're listening to this, kind of to contemplate, is the Mothman an angel? Is the Mothman a demon? Is a Mothman the an alien? Is he related at all to Idrid Cold, who I'll get into in a second? Maybe the Mothman is just the Mothman, and he's just out there trying to live his life like anybody else. <laughs> he's like else. in the fly, like in the fly, there's a <coughs> machine, but instead of the guy turning into the fly, there just happened to be one of those crazy moths, and he's never been able to like he's just age properly. He's just like society. yeah, hiding. He just wants someone to love him. Well, maybe it's he just, just mass hysteria of people that are just trying to blame their own crazy delusions on something in totally. a small town in West Virginia. But I'll tell you what, the sightings happen more than just small towns in West Virginia. No, I know. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. So tell me about Ugh. that mass hysteria, the butcher. All right, so on November 12th, 1966, five men who were digging a grave in a cemetery nearby... Uh, mind you, this is at night, so I'm wondering, you know, are they helping out the cemetery or are they trying to steal something? But we'll get onto that later. Uh, near Clemenden, West Virginia, claimed to see a man-like figure, uh, fly low from the trees over their heads. And this was the first known sighting. So, Modern mm-hmm. Times, recorded 1966. So, shortly after, November 15th, so three days, three days go by, two young couples, from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Stephen Mary Millette told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with a 10-foot wingspan. So I was just going to try and figure out, like, where does this whole Mothman that come into play? That just sounds like some Jeepers Creepers type of shit. See? Fuck yeah, right? Be you. Yeah. What if Jeepers Creepers was actually based, like, inspired off of the Mothman? Well, then... You know, sorry, babe. Jeepers Creepers might not be Maybe kind of fucked up the whole Jeepers Creepers thing. Maybe that's the Mothman. Maybe that just fucked you up. Because you said a ten foot creature. He's not ten foot, but he's got or a ten foot wingspan. And they try to make him look like a giant bat, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And what does this dude do? He sleeps in the dark. Terrorizes small towns, causing mass hysteria. That's it. Oh, that (laughs) is so. Where'd you get those beepers? That's stupid ass. I know. You know what, though? That did freak me out when I was younger. Okay, so during the next few days. Justin Long is badass, though. I love that dude. What is it? Justin Long is fucking hilarious. You can't, like, to me, I've never been able to take Justin Long seriously, so seeing him in a horror film, I still got scared shitless because you know it was a creepy so patchwork horror film with, like, slashing My and torture. My favorite role of that dude is the gay, when he played the gay dude, Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh my gosh, I feel like that was the perfect role for him, too. The funniest, gayest dude you've ever fucking seen play a gay dude before. <laughs> like, yes. You know what's so funny is that was actually the first movie I ever saw Justin Long in. So Zach I and always... Mary make a porno? No. Oh, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. 
So I was like, where have you been? <laughs> no, but like that was like the first movie I saw yeah, him in. So I always kid. thought he was. You recognize him? You just, that's just the Jeepers Peepers. Yeah, that's Jeepers just the, like maybe yeah. he, that was how he was Jeepers getting Jeepers. his start was like in horror movies, which is yeah, you know. Typical. Uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of stars that will do, like, B-rated horror films, and the next thing you know, they're actually, like, in decent films. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers definitely one was that, that like, hit me during middle school, I think. And that kind of always freaked me out about, like, high school and growing up in a small town and having people's, like, skin, like, sewn together and other people's skin. And, yeah. But getting back to the Mothman. Yeah. In West back. Virginia, though. Do you remember when Seppi went out there to see Stephanie? And yeah. he sent me all those pictures of the town. What is the pe- town call? It starts with a P. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah. That whole town is based off, revenue based off of memorabilia from the Mothman. Yeah. It has statues almost every other corner. Yeah. There's like ghost I'd adventure like go crews visit. that go do, like he's Buzz like, dude, speed, there's just Buzz everything in the town is Mothman. It's yeah. just ridiculous. He drove like 30 miles away from where his main destination was to go and check out this yeah. Mothman thing. And what he was saying was he talked to two people and they were, they were lifelong citizens of Point Pleasant. <clears throat> they had like third, fourth generation and they were held <coughs> on it being true and they never had personal experience. Yeah. But they had somebody, of course, that had that experience. You know, like, well, their thing got burned into the tree out, out back and mm-hmm. we seen the fly up on the roof and he was gone. He was just gone, you know? You know, in small towns like that, it's honestly one of those things where they don't have to say much because, A, a big thing that was also presented in the movie The Mothman Prophecies is that people in small towns, they were embarrassed by what they saw because they don't want to be seen as crazy by by other fellow, like, townspeople, but they also are usually highly religious. You know, being in West Virginia, that's a pretty, I would say, a religious area to be in. So if it doesn't have anything that pertains to God, then it's almost seen as, like, blasphemous in that sense. So it's something that they just didn't want to comprehend or didn't understand. Uh, But it's But that's got to be fucking terrifying, though. Yeah, and I think that's what really, if it was mass hysteria, I think it is what caused something to kind of go crazy because as soon as one person said they saw it and another person said they saw it and then three or four people said they saw it and it's all throughout the small town it's like going through a high school and well, they're just like that's, oh. that's the one thing that I do love about this show by you girls oh yeah tell us what you love the, yeah, oh. alright baby ready for this I'm ready so, <laughs> what I dig is like the cryptozoology side of all the monsters and everything yeah. that you guys bring into the show It the Mothman falls into the same cryptozoology yes. Category is like Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, Yeti. Uh, well, that's the same Creatures. fucking thing. I mean, same shit. You know, just different areas, different names. Don't but you, have, we have no proof of any of this shit. You know, and that's the thing, though, and that's what it is. It's one person sees it, and then another person sees it, and describes it, and then another person sees it and describes it. And not that I want to disbelieve it. I want to believe it because mm-hmm. I'm into that creepy shit. I like all that stuff. I do want to believe he yeah. is real. But I do remember this movie. And I don't mean to be getting on your podcast. Yeah, anything. you're really ruining I the know, scene, fucking though. it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, I remember this thing, and, and it's with humans. We have it in our brain. And it, this, this doctor said they were trying to prove that the Amityville was fake. The Amityville horror. Uh, oh, was yeah, was just an illusion. It was all fake. Everything was scripted. It was not real. And Lorraine Warren, the ghost uh, hunting crew that that had their breakthrough with the Amityville house in itself, mm-hmm. were claimed as fakes. Who knows if they're telling the truth? But what the psychologist says is, it's easy for one to be manipulated with their interests, and curiosity is humans' interests. We're always curious about, that's why we question, that's mm-hmm. what we question. I don't remember word for word, but that's why we question It's like everything. our intelligence This is section. our curiosity. Why we, so, why we want to know Bigfoot. how things work or yeah, why, go on, why about these it. are. The ape man that lives in the woods. Oh yeah? Let me hear some shit like that. I and think I've seen some. I think I've seen that motherfucker. You I know, think... I could have sworn I've seen them. Mothman, this dude has wings and flies around. But you live in this area where, I mean, it's really rural. Yeah. It's like woods. You know, and then, like, a lot of bad shit happened in, like, one, in a two-year time span. A lot of bad shit happened to this town. Mm-hmm. Like, a bridge collapsed and a bunch of people I'm gonna fucking I'm going to get to that. Died, you know? 
uh, who to, I mean, like, instead of blaming Pile Drivers Union, uh, mm-hmm. I was joking. But, yeah. uh, you He's know. best uh, friends the, in the Pile Drivers Union, that's why. People, the, the union guys that build bridges, though, you know, like, accidental shit that happens. Or is it this monster that is creating havoc amongst this mm-hmm. town due to what? Well, There's and no... let's kind of spin it back a little bit because I feel like um, there are a lot of questions about it. There are a lot of questions about the Mothman sightings, but another thing is, too, that we have to take into consideration. So you brought up, like, uh, the Ape Man and uh, Bigfoot and stuff like that. There is a spectrum of, like, us breaking off and evolving that back in the day we could have had two separate humanoid creatures, Neanderthals, and I forgot what the other one is, but it's similar to Neanderthals, but Neanderthals evolved and survived longer and faster than the other creatures that were also seen as humanoid. So there could be just different evolutionary spectrums that we have not discovered talking about cryptozoology. Or, or, you ready for this? What if it's, like, like, take it back? like centuries okay like okay. what if it's like this god creature mm-hmm. right and in the town because it's so like all about mothman all yeah. about mothman are there that's where he's like worship recent sightings because if, if not there's enough attention if he's not getting enough attention so if it's not a, if he's not it's like why American isn't it, god no hold on but why it's isn't it she's not getting enough attention and she's breaking Bridges and buildings and killing motherfuckers. It could be a sheep. We yeah. actually don't know. She's not it, getting enough attention. They... <laughs> you better put a fucking storefront up with my with my fucking mop bitch fucking hey, clothing line up in totally that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Um, fabulous individual, or she could be a very fabulous individual just knocking down towers. Think about that. Like, have there been any recent sightings? Moth dude. When was the most recent sighting? So to answer your question, it was actually Chicago in January of this last year. A Mothman? A Mothman. That's why I'm telling you, it's not just Point Pleasant. People only know that because of the movie. (coughs) I'm going to delve into some shits, and whether you believe it or not, you guys better be high as fuck, because that's the only way that this shit's going to make sense. Um, I'm gonna be driving home. Yes, up to my my apartment in the middle of buttfuck Egypt, thinking about this shit. I'm gonna be thinking about this shit and be like, oh my god, I think I saw him. Mothman, I think I seen him. Northern Nevada. Here in, um, in Northern Nevada, it'd probably just been like a meth addict with a trench coat, like <laughs> oh my a bunch of dust on it, just a bunch that. of dirt like crawling out of a gutter, oh, like Mothman. It's just his like reflective tiny sunglasses. Trying no, to act, like, meth in the man. Mirror. No teeth. I look meth like a man. bat. I only come out at night. <laughs> so, uh, but going back to 1966. Um, so uh, November 12th, November 15th, and then during the next few days. Uh, there was a lot of people in that small town that reported similar sightings. Two volunteer fire firemen who uh, said that it was a large bird with eyes. Uh, the county sheriff, George Johnson, believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron. He termed a shite poke or shite pokey. I don't know. Uh, Newell Patridge, a contractor in the area, told Johnson um, that he uh, flashed a flashlight in the direction of the creature in a nearby field and its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors and blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German shepherd dog on the creature. Let's go. I know that's my baby boy. Um, there's a wildlife biologist, Dr. Robert L. Smith at West Virginia university who said that the descriptions in the sightings all fit the Sandhill crane, a large American crane. Uh, that's about seven foot wingspan with, uh, features circling the reddish coloring around the eyes. Uh, that the bird might have wandered out of its migration route. So that kind of seems a bit funny because why would a, just a singular bird be spotted all around? Well, I'm actually pleasant. reading some shit right now, too. Well, hold on. Let me. I'll let you get into it in just a minute. But I want to finish the original sightings that really spurred on the inspiration. Um, after December 15th, 1967, the collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people, the incidents gave rise to the legend and connected Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse because this all happened to be in the same place in West Virginia. <clears throat> and then there was a huge collapse of a bridge right after the sightings were reported. So within two months, all of a sudden a huge collapse. But there's a lot of people who are saying that the sightings were connected to it, like it was some type of premonition to the event. Um, it looks like, 
in 2016, I don't know how much I believe this, but there is a photo that um, surfaced it to be the Mothman taken by an anonymous man while driving on Route 2. Uh, Sharon A. Hill, who was a science writer, proposed that the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl, carrying a frog or a snake away and wrote that there is zero reason to suspect it is the Mothman as described in legend. There are too many far more reasonable explanations than that photo in 2016. I do want to reference back. The most recent sighting has been in Chicago and earlier this year in January of 2018. So if you guys want to look it up, Vice actually published an article about the sightings. Um, before I get further, I'm pretty sure my boyfriend is very anxious to say something, so I'm going to let him speak. <laughs> I'm not really anxious. I was just reading some shit about this last No, like excited, I should say. But so I just looked up, you said something about birds and the Mothman. So yes. I started looking it up and then I see this thing. I see all the shit with UFOs and the Chupacabra. Yeah. Aliens. Limited time Aliens. offers. Well, then I see this thing called a Chernobyl disaster. Oh, yeah. No, wait. I'm going to get into this. Okay. So I'm going to get into this. So I did but a lot of research. you said something about a bird with red eyes, yes. you know? And then in here... They said that they call it the Chernobyl. Where the fuck was I reading it? The uh, the Black Bird of Chernobyl is what they call yeah. the Mothman. And so I wanted to know what a fucking black stork looked like. Never seen a black stork. Okay. I've ne I, I mean, it sounds racist when I say it like that, huh? Black, black stork. Black storks. A stork that's black. But I mean, it. You know, it. Uh, <laughs> I can kind of see where they could kind of maybe in a and it stadium. is a nocturnal animal. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I could probably see people. I, I I couldn't see how people would think this is a guy flying. I've never seen a single one of my friends look like. Do you a, know that the wingspan of these birds, like though, the wingspans of these birds, just like the herons, are no, actually dude, but look at the, it, they're I mean, taller like, than what you would be. No, you, no, man. Like I did. What I'm saying is like, there's like a, there's a body difference though. Yeah, but if you're driving at night, I mean, I'm saying I could totally see people getting mistaken for this. Or uh, that was all I was trying to say though. I could, was about the black storks. So it could be the Mothman, could be Black Storm. Now I'm like leaning back towards like this mythical creature, man. You never know. That's my a thing. Mythical creature, man. <laughs> All of so, a sudden, I just had like a mythical creature, man, just like <laughs> shaking in my head. <laughs> We're actually gonna make pins of this mythical creature, man. You're not gonna know the difference mythical between that and Mothman. Man, doing the best he can. If you want to donate, we did just get Patreon. If you want to donate, four dollars and twenty cents, we will send you a custom sticker. It could have Betsy in a box. If you listen to our first pilot episode, it could have a banana peel in the next box. Mythological? <laughs> no, it could have mythological creature man. It could have um, Skinwalker, a Mormon Skinwalker. Oh my god. Horseman. You're gonna have to listen to that episode for that one. Um, but and then it also could just have our faces. So you never know which one you're gonna get, but for four dollars and twenty cents you'll get a love letter from us as well as a really cool pin. So I would highly encourage you to check us out on Patreon and Anchor. Mm -hmm. Um are you doing? Are you doing? Mm -hmm. So going around the world, obviously you got Europe. And we've got Fry Freiburg, Germany. And it is said, and these are different accounts that I read, but I thought it was interesting that we're going around the world and doing the different historical accounts because a lot of times Mothman is associated to Point Pleasant, West Virginia. And that's actually not the case. So, uh, September 10th, 1978, almost a decade after the first sightings, a group of miners in Freiburg, Germany came face to face with a headless creature. However, it had glowing red eyes. Um, in its chest... Uh, blocking the mine's entrance. So I kind of feel like maybe it was actually at a low head and it was like blocking the entrance and the eyes were down here. If you think about it though, with a bird looking like that, its body's going to appear a lot shorter if its wingspan's up. So at first thought, uh, they thought it was a man in a trench coat. Obviously, meth heads and trench coats are meth not. Man. <laughs> yeah, meth man! You could get a meth man fan. Methical mist! Mystery Man. Man. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, but it slowly unfurled its large black wings. Uh, the men stayed at the mine entrance, um, very scared at this point, until this creature oh, let out too. a blood-curdling oh, screech. Fuck. 
that sent them scrambling out. So it's kind of like Mothman meets Banshee. Dude, like, I have such a vivid imagination that I'm playing this all out in my head as you're, like, saying it. it And I'm just like, this is fucking terrifying. It gets so much better. So an hour later, the men felt um, a very big rumble in the ground and witnessed a plume of dust shoot from the mine as it collapsed. If they had gone into their stations on that mine, they would have died. Um, they now know this as the Freiburg Shrieker. Sounds like a sex position. <laughs> no, that doesn't. You want to hey, try, you the, Fre- try the Freiburg like, Shrieker? That sounds like it would definitely be like a back door, like sex <laughs> position. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong hole. All right, let's Thank get you it out. Stick it back in. You're gonna die today. Um, okay. There's also so here's where I kind of get into it. Like, is he an alien? Is or she is she an angel? Is it perhaps the angel of really death, going to or is it like a demon? <laughs> Are we really? Going you know what? Mothmans don't have genders. Okay. Yes. Fuck you. Nope. I'm out of this fucking podcast. <laughs> okay, boo. <laughs> I'm just curious. We we actually will make separate bathrooms for Mothmans too. Moth bitch. Moth bitch. <laughs> That sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. If you're going to bitch about your gender, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Just do it. I get it. Fucking get over it. But it's like you can either say that you have a certain gender or you don't have to say. It's just the fact that nobody else should really fucking care unless it's pertaining to It's like me asking Unless your gender is really hurting me, me. that's the only time. Okay, but we're not going to get in that vegan spectrum with you, Mr. Butcher. Or no. We're going to go back to the No, but what I'm getting at is everyone's like, yeah, this is back to yeah, I'm not going to get you on that political Everyone's rant. like, yeah, let's get back to that. I'm not going to get you on that political process. So, also, the Mothman apparently tried to warn people about the Fukushima... Fukush- Fukushima... Fukushima... Thank you. Fukushima? Fukushima disaster. Um, so, Marcus Pules, he was an American visiting Japan, uh, was with a friend near the Fukushima plant when suddenly he heard a loud whooshing sound and apparently another screech so fried bird shrieker mothman comes into play in this and they looked back and they saw basically a huge figure large and black it looked like it had been sitting on the top of one of the square shaped buildings it was there for a few seconds and then it also pulled out its large wings and it was too very large he almost had a hard time describing it it took flight went around the plant a few times before coming close to them. He said, then I noticed two large red eyes. They seemed to glow from within and with a blue red or with a blood red hue. They were unblinking and they stayed unblinking for about four to five seconds. He said, they saw them. We knew that they were looking. We knew this creature was looking straight at us. We knew that the creature could see us and then it made no uh, attempt to disguise itself. After that, he describes that he had an immense feeling of dread that washed over him. The creature supposedly just disappeared, and as quickly as it had appeared, it just left. Uh, Pules was back home in America when he turned on the news, and on CNN, there was the devastation of the Japanese earthquake and the explosions at the very same nuclear plant that he had just witnessed that creature. So, I do want to point this out. Nuclear plants, mine, bridge collapsing in a very industrial town... Could these visions be something that's led by a chemical hallucination? Yes. I believe that science. Yes. Fucking love science. I know, me too. Especially if you're like in a radio, like where there's like, dude, the ground is radioactive. Yeah, dude. It's like contaminated beyond belief. Mm-hmm. No life can live. I mean, I'm surprised that like all, and that all the life form that does live there plant wise. Usually sunflowers are actually really great for radiation. Any flower, sunflower exact, uh, especially yeah, sunflowers love radiation. But I mean, like even the life form that lives there, yeah, be it wildlife, mm-hmm. becomes starts to become mutated oh, throughout totally. time because the, the, the structure is completely all broken that up. shit <coughs> that they that they are in their they're in their terrain, they're in their element, mm-hmm. and they become their element. Their, yeah. Your element is contaminated. You become contaminated. Yeah. What happens with that though, especially with the humans, with the human body, is our brain is so complex that we will start to hallucinate and see shit because our, we're not meant to be 
exposed to any of that type of shit. That's not around. No, it's not natural. It's not natural. It literally so, tears our atoms apart. You know what? Apart. But if this thing is real, mm-hmm. he's not us. And he can live in that type of element. Or what if he's a mutation? You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he doesn't have the same shit that makes us tick. That makes, that That's where can, people get into If you gonna, take, like, a religious or spiritual standpoint on it, it could be, like, I, I wouldn't say, like, the angel of, like, or I would say angel of done, death, yeah, what I was or it's just, like, something of famine or, you know, you know, it's, dread, it is, despair, okay, so like they have different like angels, that. so just spiritually thinking, thinking, and this goes across the board for a lot of different religions, there's reaper. a lot of, yeah, but there's a lot, exactly, there's it's a, a lot of angels of the reaper. that are, like, are, are Motherfucker needs to and, put his goddamn cloak back on because the visions yeah, of these things that, are yeah. scary as No, it's, fuck. that's all it yes. is. Because, like, that's realistically, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, like, hey, the Grim Reaper's coming it. to dinner. Don't call him the Grim Reaper, hun. Call him the Mothman. The Mothman. The Mothman's coming. He's like P. Diddy. We're now you leave like, the porch light on for the Mothman. You know how moths are always attracted to Just leave the porch light on. You'll find know where to find you. So, um, going back into it, um, this one, now, this one I think hits a little bit closer to home, and this one I kind of want to call hoax on, but I can't really do so if it's been spotted around so many other, you're reading over, you can see, um, it's been spotted over so many different other disasters and sightings, but one of the next things I want to say is there were reported sightings of the Mothman hanging around the Twin Towers the week of the 9-11 attacks. Conspiracy. Totally. What do you think this whole podcast is about? That's like one of those ones, though, man. That's like one. Of, I mean, you don't like, want to believe it because it happened on like it, it was a no, big that's attack. Like some, man, that's like some shit that I would have made up just to like scare Caitlin. But it doesn't say no. You but know, it does. Here's the thing. It doesn't listen. say he was there during the Listen to me. It doesn't say that he was there during. The 9-11 attacks, it says it was show circling buildings the week prior. You remember that show and Fringe? that's what he does. Do you the show? Circles and he kind of He's shows... there prior. Do you remember and the show Fringe? I do remember the show Fringe. Okay, so in the very first yeah. season, there the third episode in. Okay. There was an episode with the predictor. And the predictor was the men in black. Mm-hmm. And it was it wasn't the men, it was a man in black. It was a bald guy from the beginning of time. That showed up in random pictures before in areas before mass destruction and chaos. I remember happened. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what it's sounding like. It, yeah. That's just like one more like that's you know it's just one of those I think one <coughs> like one thing that keeps it alive more than himself even being alive is just like you know I I, I heard he was at the Donald Trump rally and now that about those fucking president. Mothman literally America. sounds like it was, a, it was a dragon that you know made him with a dementor. That's what he kind of sounds like. Ew. The predictor. He the predictor predicted he he was in every spot. Yeah. He pre- so when all these pictures were taken, yeah. two to three days later, a mass like like shooting occurred or a building collapsed with a bunch of people in it. 9-11 type of shit happened. Well, you know? you know, there's Nostradamus who predicted a lot of events. There's a lot of different famous prophets that you got to understand. I mean, if he may not be a person who will orally say something or will be writing something down, but maybe he's such an archaic creature who that are, people, are... Who are these people, first and foremost, though, that are documenting, like, saying, I saw him at the Twin Towers? Well, the ones that happened, it was a group of it was a group of um, miners in Germany. It was Marcus Pules, an American visitor. Is it just um, one person, or is it a collective? No, several people then, reported the sightings. This, so... Listen, several people reported the sightings of a black winged creature flying near the Twin Towers um, during the attack. As the second plane hit, eyewitnesses reported a creature flying parallel to the plane, and in the days followed, those reportedly those reporting the creature were allegedly approached by men in black. Now you said stop talking. witnesses said they saw. Yeah, prior during the days leading up to the video, terrorist attack. There is video footage and hell of video footage though of those planes. I remember that day. I I was in high school. I was in tenth grade when that happened. I was in tenth grade. I remember that day extremely well. Yeah. And we watched video after video. There was. I'll tell you mass that. hysteria. People, people don't There's want no black people don't want to look at it, but the have you ever seen that documentary about it called The Truth? 
Did you ever see that? So it talks about how some news news um, reporters actually had, they had pre-recorded sets of the Twin Towers. And they had pre-recorded sets because the timeline that the tri that the planes hit did not hit the same on here. And they had false witnesses. And they had witnesses that were actually killed for unknown reasons with no related health problems after 9-11 due to a lot of conspiracy theories coming out. That's why it's such a big thing. The whole Mothman thing is a conspiracy theory in and of itself. So whether it's real, whether you want to believe it happened, 9-11 is a very sensitive topic for what a lot of Mothman people. What if Mothman was the predictor? Was Jeepers Creepers? Who's to say he's not? What if the predictor was just like some or what dude, if he brings like an Overwatch? There was many people like a Nightwatch. What if he brings you know destruction? Saying? You just don't know. Maybe he's the type of person that flies in, understanding no, when an event's going to happen. There has to be like a sacrifice, though. So if, there, if we have someone of that magnitude of power, there is some sort of it's God we have. We, 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 there is something, is. if there is something like yeah. that, Hollywood, I'll get, I'm going with Hollywood on this. Okay. Hollywood always says, if we have someone with this magnitude of power, Mm -hmm. There's someone more powerful than him that yeah, can take his motherfucking ass out. So obviously there's a chain of command in this. Mm -hmm. So with mass destruction and mass mass death, mass, uh, you know terrorist attacks, yeah, cold building collapses, suicide bombings, mm -hmm. then that's a sacrifice to a higher power. Then you could say that, and that's and that's definitely your opinion. Up, and this dude is showing or, up for a human sacrifice or, to a higher power. But that's that's okay. So that's your opinion. There's but also all the people, idea. I'm not saying it's my opinion. I'm saying it is what your opinion. It? No, I'm saying what if? I, oh. Don't where's no. my mouth, bitch? I said what if? They're theory. Right. What if? What? So theory one. Theory one. Okay, I've got that. But I think I and I totally can see that. I can totally see that being a sacrifice. I love you. I, I, when I say bitch, I say that with love. What did you say? I said I have an itch, and I say that with love. No, you said bitch. <laughs> no, and I and I totally see that where you're going with that spectrum on the higher power, and maybe it is a sacrificial right. That's why I just truly believe about, there's I mean, something that's just a completely thought. archaic. I'm high as fuck right now, so know, I'm just saying, like, too. what if that was the predictor? And if, like I said, I'm gonna go with Hollywood in this. And if we have someone with that type of power, there's always gonna be someone with a higher power and more powerful than him to take him yeah. out to control that power. Well, that's so, why you say angel or demon or alien, these, but you don't necessarily say all these people, a god. I'm not saying this, a god. No, so that's why I'm using one, a higher that, power. No, that's why I'm saying you're, you're, I'm putting him on the cast. Like he's, uh, that's why I said the, the yeah. theories are angel, demon, or alien, but you don't say a god because theorizing, people, I see your point. With all these people and these pictures, it looks like they're painting like an angel of death, which is the Grim yeah, Reaper, which is some sort of higher power. Which will need some sort of human sacrifice to keep order. Okay. Some sort of order, correct? Yeah. What happens when we see that bit, my motherfucker, tonight? Because we're talking about this shit now. This is. Like, well, that's, that's like literally the feeling I'm getting right now. <laughs> Every time, the Mothman is super freaky. But I do believe that he could it, be a premonition. But if you got all these people that are like witnessing this before some sort of mass like fucking crazy I, thing happens. That's why I wanted to go. So it's not just point pleasant. It's a lot more. That's what I'm saying. I, okay. Before you told me that it was just not point pleasant, I just thought it was in point pleasant. I didn't know it was. But a, I got more to go on. But with that being said, is is in each section, in order for, like, I feel like credibility mm -hmm. to take place or to, mm -hmm. like, have a stronghold because you don't know if it's actually people saying, oh, I witnessed it. Yeah. But are they actually people who witnessed it? Because, you know, a lot of people, like New York City, for instance, there's a lot of people that could have possibly witnessed There's it. also the Jersey Devil, too. That people say is the description's very similar to the Mothman. But we'll go into the history of the Jersey Devil. I love that, that song. Cody Cameron. Oh yeah. <laughs> that song, babe. Um, but I but it's it's like how many like how many number like what's a good number for it to be a credible source? Like how many people have to see it in thousands. order for it to be like if not hundreds, if not fact? hundreds, if not thousands. Which I think so is such how an interesting come nobody thing. like like so, are are these people that are like I know there's like a lot of people. Okay, everybody's got their problems, everybody's got their issues, and like what if people are just like, oh, I'm just seeing things today again, Janice. I need to take my med. So you're just curious as to who's But a lot of people are seeing a similar thing. So or tell who's me how afraid that... to come out about seeing it. 
So where does the credibility lie? Well, the people that, like, okay, so let's let's go off the movie first and foremost. Let's just go off the movie really quick, and then we'll get down onto that, because the people in the movie that have seen it, (laughs) like, a lot of these motherfuckers, you can laugh. You just got done talking about people. No, 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 listen to me. This is why I'm laughing, because this is the butcher's corner. Like... (laughs) This is and now, now like, it is and time. then we're gonna go on to the and then we'll go on it to is just now time. It. Which is funny. That's funny. That's funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah. So that's what I was. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. I was. I was waiting. <laughs> I don't remember what I was gonna say now. Oh, so let's just go from the movie. Okay. Movie standpoint. Everybody that sees this fucking thing in the movie dies in the movie. The only people that don't die. Sheriff Richard Gear is Richard Gear. I really wish he died in the end. I was like, really, like the only thing scarier than that movie was his acting. <laughs> like that dude was terrible in that movie. Yeah, no, he's not that he good. He was horrible. Like he's like, I work for the New York Times. But I don't know what the fuck is going on. Here's the thing like, too about blinking, the movie: like, it was like, constantly like ninety nine people, ninety nine people. Okay, 99. so well, like, Lisa thing. was the same though. It was like she wanted another type of credibility though. Credibility. Who's writing this shit? You want to read a book on fact yeah. or fiction? You want to read your show is based off of like so far cryptozoology, which is mostly conspiracy, which is mostly non-fiction. It's not, or it's, or it's, it's fiction. fictional. It's fictional, yeah. you know. So, who are these people, you know, saying that this is real? A lot of them, you know what, and I'm not calling any of them. Out. I am not. I'm not judging any of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just simply saying, like, what she's trying to validate. Who the fuck are these people saying this? And if. Anybody listening that has a Mothman sighting and wants to shut me up, do it. Oh, because I want to know the credibility. Now you if you have, have a picture of Bigfoot, if you yes. got a picture of a UFO, if you got a picture of your mama, send it to me. I want to <laughs> yeah. see it. Like, I mean, but let credibility me see what you can too. Prove. Let me let me just bring this point about. And this is what a lot of people bring about when it's cryptozoology or when it's something that has not been discovered. So there are scientists that are discovering species that are in our sea, and we've only known about 15% of our sea. We haven't discovered half of it. So that's the sea. There's also scientists that are discovering discovering new types of bugs, new no, types I, of insects, I, I, I new plants. This might be a creature that's just not well known. So in, in that defense, I understand, A, I totally agree with you on credibility. Where do you get a credible resource? Because as of today with social media... There's not a whole lot. You got Photoshop. You got people who want well, to have a mass hysteria, who want a bandwagon you, on you've this You've got stuff. these people, like, it, it to me, like, I want so badly to live in a fantasy world. Mm. I really do. Where, like, there's elves and there's orc and we all live sort of civilized Mothman together. Mothman would be an orc. Like, I feel you like... You tell just, like, like how you're, like, making this weird, like, no, inner arm thing is... right now with your face and everything. Lisa, you'd be a cute little hobbit. Like, yeah, like, little little. I have always wanted that. So... I live in the Shire. <laughs> yeah. She even went on a Lord of the Rings diet. Like, there's an actual diet for, like, different yeah. hobbit soups and, and breads. fucking delicious. Everyone should try she it. She was real cute in cottagey during this whole... Walk pudding. Walk <laughs> pudding. But Made like, of what if this is like an act, or like there's like another dimension or something like this Completely. gives other people hope. Aliens. No, that's why I'm going with a higher true, power. Then like how human sacrifice. Is that? I'm going with that, dude. He's got to be. If these motherfuckers are witnessing him before they die or before a mass yeah. serious event happens to anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. now that it's in Germany. There's, I believe there's angels of death. I believe that there's angels of destruction. I believe that there's angels that are four different things. I don't think, like, when it comes to a spiritual thing, um, I'm the last person to bring anything religious up. I'm the last person to bring religious shit up. But I I think it's proper. I think it's. Understanding if there is a higher power because we're always constantly. We understand we're a creation. We're not a creation. It walks like a duck. And it talks like a duck. It's gotta be a duck. And it quacks like a duck. And it's. With a family of ducks. And it's yeah. like at the park with some ducks. 
and I see that duck, okay. it's a fucking duck. <laughs> but I, I can see your I can see your point. So I understand the higher power, I understand the sacrifice, and I can see no, that. No, that's all it is. I know. Can you that's tell? not all it is. <laughs> yes. There's multiples, and There's we don't know which one theory. is the truth. But speaking on different dimensions, that's where it kind of goes on the spectrum. Yeah, is it an alien? Parody. Paranormal? Is it, going back to Native American, is it a Native American chief that died on the land that promised to curse and come back? And curse the land. There's too is much it, of those. There's way too many of those fucking things. That's, that's just a that's a Native American. Excessive. That's a Native American's way to try to scare the white man. No, no, no. But there's actually that's... in for Point Pleasant specifically, there's a lot of Native American tie-in to what they believe that Mothman actually is. It's just now that it's coming around. Technically, we're all on Native American land. Yeah. Yeah. But it Germany's not. Yeah, where these sightings are being seen. Uh, Japan, He's probably getting tired of California being like, fuck this. And then he flies over to Chicago and sees like all the fucking crackheads in Chicago. He's like, there's way too much weight here. Flies to New York. Poor says, thing. Way He's too like, much he light. might as but and everything he, says, he touches I'm going to just gets destroyed. So now he just has to keep hopping around the world, figuring out places that he wants to destroy. He's got nothing else to do, dude. He like he's he's bored. So Humans are done. He's tired of let killing. Let me go for it. Go ahead. I mean, we're going to keep talking about the human sacrifice. He's out, dude. But... He's done. Trump's in office. He's out. You don't want to be in America <laughs> so, anymore. So, the Mothman is also connected to the Chernobyl disaster. I was The Mothman is believed to have been around uh, for the worst nuclear accident in history. Uh, throughout 1985, scientists and other workers in the nuclear power plant in Chernobyl, Ukraine, claimed to see a huge black bird-like creature with the body of a man flying around the plant. Um... So here's where it gets into Idrid cold, if you guys don't know about it. Those who saw the red-eyed beast also reported a series of strange, harassing phone calls and a lot of nightmares leading up to the disastrous explosion in April of 1986. On April 26, 1986, the day of the accident, a lot of people saw a huge quote-unquote blackbird actually flying around the smoke after the explosion. Even those in the nearby town of Pripyat said to have seen this strange creature, and it became known as the Blackbird of Chernobyl, and in the days leading up to the disaster. Pripyat was also affected and later evacuated because of the harmful radiation. So, once again, another chemical plant. Becoming element. But if this dude Now, here's human, the I-35 West Bridge Collapse. I just want to get through these because then we can start theorizing again. Uh, the Mothman was spotted at yet another bridge collapse in 2007. Eerily, though, the I-35 West Bridge in Minneapolis, Minnesota, opened for traffic in 1967, the same year the Silver Bridge collapsed. August 1st, 2007, a month after the Mothman sightings, the I-35 bridge collapsed during rush hour, of all things. Um, 13 people were killed and 145 were injured. Reports of the Mothman came in all throughout all different spectrums and forums, June 27, 2007, preceding the collapse of, uh, by a mere month. Um, many claimed to see what they believed to be a humanoid creature, having massive wings, being in all sorts of areas surrounding the area and at the bridge itself. An Illinois woman witnessed the quote-unquote creepy cryptid while driving just outside of Stewartville, Minnesota on June 27, 2007. She actually called a paranormal radio show host, George Norrie, on Coast to Coast AM and described the creature as having a huge uh, wing about the width of a fork. So, huge wingspan. So, that's kind of interesting, and I'd actually like to pull that call. A Ford Focus, a Ford F-350, extended cab. Well, seven a feet Ford long. Fiesta. Yeah, yeah 1986. <laughs> exactly. It's not that big. I mean, shit. So, um, November 13th, 1966, in Salem, West Virginia, Merle Partridge heard a loud noise outside of her home about 90 miles from Point Pleasant. Um, in the interviews of Eyes of the Mothman, uh, he recalled his television making a high-pitched whining sound and his dog barking wildly. So this goes back to that guy who said that he saw the Mothman and that he believed it took his German Shepherd. Mm. Um... He went outside to investigate. Partridge was startled by two glowing red eyes that belonged to Roscoe. no animal he'd ever seen before. Uh, he described eerie flashing red lights <laughs> were all around him, and his dog that he usually took out for hunting took off after the creature. And that was the last he ever he I, ever saw of either, both the creature and the dog. Uh, he went out to search for his dog with friends the next day, but the dog was never seen again, which is kind of sad. So... 
There was also an eyewitness in Wisconsin says uh, the Mothman attacked his car, which I find to be interesting. So that wasn't a huge event. So I think sometimes the Mothman just kind of shows up and there's not always huge events. Sometimes maybe it just needs a place to crash. Maybe he partied too hard. That's why he's got red eyes. So let me the fuck in. <laughs> Bro, so, don't do this. Hey, you got to so, You got, you got any laughs? Um, anyways, hey, let me in. So in 2006, September of 2006, in La Crosse, Wisconsin, a, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, a Wohali, a Cherokee man, and his son were driving down an isolated stretch of the road um, in the middle of the night, the Mothman attacked them, and in an interview with Monster Quest, he shared his encounter. Awali said that the creature flew uh, near his car and then directly in front of their windshield, close enough to touch. They got a really good look at it, describing it as bat-like and with uh, fleshy, sparse hair and red That's eyes the size of road Dude, right? Yeah. That's Jeepers, exactly what Jeepers, the fuck I was just thinking about. Case way. solved. Well... Next. So this when one goes on to fucking attack. You get the hell out of here. So no, actually, Mothman sightings are correlated with the swine flu outbreak in Mexico. We had the swine flu here. I know, but There's the sighting of the huge sightings. epidemic that took a hold of like Mexico. Yeah, swine flu. Was that too? In Mexico, yeah. So, um, some believe that large, hairy, red-eyed creature, uh, the people of La Junta, Mexico, began to see stock in the area in 2009 was, in fact, the legendary Mothman. Um, the sightings happened around the time leading up to the 2009 swine flu outbreak in Mexico. Two witnesses, Angela, Angela Mendez and Viviana Ledezima, experienced absolutely horrifying encounter as they heard the creatures screeching, once again, another kind of like banshee, uh, uh, coming out from the apple orchard near uh, Minyaka Cemetery. A student who requested to remain anonymous reported that the Mothman chased him for about 15 minutes on the night of March 6, 2009. Despite the best efforts of local authorities to hunt down the entity, they just simply were not able to document the evidence. Um, I think, and this is kind of leading up, this is my last huge disaster with the Mothman sighting. So these are quite a few sightings around the entire world. But the Mothman may have signaled the deadly... I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but I want to say Shao Te Dam disaster. Um, a region in southeastern China was plagued with the sightings of a figure. They believe this creature to be the Mothman. And it, uh, this actually predates even the earliest documented, or earliest documented case of witnesses. This happened in January of 1926. A lot of the locals um, said that they called it the Man Dragon, which I thought was really interesting. And it was a very ominous figure very shadowy, came out, I'm imagining, with a large black wingspan hovering out of the Zhao Titam. The disaster hit surrounding the farming villages in the form of 40 billion gallons of water. The dam collapsed, oh, so Zhao Te Dam. The dam collapsed, resulting in the death of 15,000 people. So he went from China as a dragon, and then he goes to America and becomes a mob. Well, look at El Kukui, how El Kukui started. I mean, El Kukui, they even had, so Coco or Coca was actually the legend of a dragon in Latin history. And that started El Kukui, which is actually the, the Spanish boogeyman. So I think that it's like playing operator or as these creatures evolve or as we evolve as creatures to understand and to have the intelligence to be like, that's not a dragon. That looks more like a humanoid. Then we're able to kind of distinguish what's going on. But that's a lot of sightings to have. For a Mothman and just wondering what it is and whether it's real or not, it's a lot of people that believe in this. I agree. Thing. So, like, it's it's gotta be an angel of death. So, it's like, gotta be higher. And then his prophecy. So his, his prophecy is death. Yeah. Like that's all it is. And maybe that's and just are, like his bear. Maybe he's not a bad figure, but maybe he's just the type of person like he has to carry out those orders. You know, he has to carry out if that. All purpose. these people are seeing it. I mean, like you're always gonna have like that one dude that's probably gonna see something before I was on. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the dragon dude, or I saw Dragon Man. Yeah, I saw fucking. I saw Mike out there again. You know, whatever the yeah. fuck. You know. You're gonna have Bye. all these sightings. Gonna bear. Bear. Exactly. He was just sitting there with his drink in his hand. But, I mean, and then this shit happened. Well, there's a really And then, of course, Mike shows up and all this shit has to happen. So, you know, like. You know how we were talking about earlier about the men in black? Yeah. So, um, there's actually a really uh, weird connection. So, are you guys familiar with Idrid Cold or the Grinning Man? Have you guys ever heard of that? 
So it's an alien humanoid that's also spotted in correlation with the Mothman in a lot of cases. And he's actually traced by, like, so people that have encountered or had, like, harassing phone calls or whatever, they say that the Mothman presents himself over the phone as Adrian Cold. Oh, yeah. And that it's the grinning man. And I, what he's seen in, in I have heard about that, real yeah. life, he's actually kind of scary. He's got, like, very pointy features, constantly smiling, very almost, like, fake, like, wax face. Yeah, like, actually, face. I do remember this, and I remember seeing pictures not actual picture but like a like a drawn picture yeah yeah that picture right there actually so yeah he's kind of creepy uh his first sighting was in 1975 uh sighted in the usa and um a lot of people believe him to be a uh alien um injured cold commonly known as the grinning man um is a humanoid entity uh his name comes from his tendency to smile at those who encounter him and it is said that he still visits West Virginia today. Um, he was reported oh, to be a human-like in appearance and is commonly associated with UFO activity and is sometimes believed to be an alien. It is also believed that he is connected with the men in black in, the, in his first sighting. He was described as being over six feet tall, wearing a reflective green suit with a black belt. He had a very dark complexion, small beady eyes set far apart. He's described as not having an, any nose, ears, or hair. In the second own encounter, his suit was said to be blue instead of green, but still remains reflective in property. Who cares um, what color it is? I mean, like... I think maybe because it's a weird suit, like someone's wearing reflective material, and that's switching just so that, He's switching the game up. He's got many trench coats. So, it's just, this it's dude's really been interesting. That long. He's going to have himself a nice set so, of trench coats. So, he was first seen October 16th, 1966, uh, in New Jersey. Um, and then the second sighting was November 2nd, 2000, or 1966, not 2000, 1966 in Parkersburg, West Virginia, around the same area and time as the Mothman came about. And then the third sighting, um, during the same period in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, the Lilly family had been reporting that poltergeist activity in their home, such as diamond-shaped lights, uh, and the Lily's daughter, Linda, was sleeping when I awoke to a man standing over her, and she described him as being the grinning man. You got some sugar? Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah, I know. What is that from, Men in Black, with the... Weird dude. So possible explanations. It's commonly believed that Idrid may have been an alien entity and is supported by its close connection of UFO activity and the Durenberger sighting. It is also said that the Grinning Man is in fact a species of alien with multiple Grinning Men. However, the third sighting by the Lilly family suggests that instead it may be a ghost or a spirit of some kind connected with poltergeist activity happening in the residence. Others believe that it is a normal human man that maybe just look weird or a hoax based off the popularity and fear of the Mothman. Um, so that's another interesting thing. So like even the Mothman in his human appearance Maybe he just came off super creepy, so he's like, I'm either a Mothman or I'm the Grinning Man, so I'm just going to be creeping people out no matter which way I go. It's fucking disturbing. Yeah. Disturbing. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. Altogether, what I get out of it is it's just a one big, bad, negative energy. One big, bad motherfucker. Right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, right you bad Mothman. Oh, bad that's boy, one bad, bad boy. mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. That's awesome. <sighs> well, Mothman is so big bird, injured, cold, alien, angel, demon, Native American, sacrifice. I mean, there's so many different theories on it that it's endless. But to wrap it up, Lisa, you got something interesting? Uh, yeah, I've got some concentration. Okay, go on. <laughs> so, from my book of uh, two hundred fifty-five, right? Yeah, two hundred fifty-five ways of altering your consciousness without drugs. Number one is concentration, and the development of concentration—that is, our ability to direct our attention at will—is germane to many of the techniques and methods described in this book. We usually go through our days paying little attention to our environment. It is only occasionally that we actually take in a particular object, image, thought, or person. We fail almost always to concentrate. I could totally see that. Um, and I actually, was it you who sent me, or did I send it to you? It was the Buddhist monks and the chattering monkey. 
So the Buddhist, so in, in Buddhism, there's this idea that there's a chattering monkey in your head. And because you don't concentrate, you allow the chattering monkey to take, she take over your thoughts that are thoughts that are unnecessary. So like they say, when you're washing dishes, just wash the dishes. Just focus on this. Don't think about what you're going to do in the future, what you did in the past, anything so that's not relevant to the present because that's how you achieve a higher state of being. So concentration. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that. And I think you hone in on more energy and possibly brain use with concentration. I dig that. Yeah. I like that. It's nice because then you're not so in a rush sometimes. Yeah. So like pertaining to our case, Maybe it was just something that caught someone's attention and they solely concentrated on that. Whereas other people, like they say, we hardly ever concentrate on anything. Maybe that's why we don't see things. So maybe like what with what happened with um um our EA. Mm -hmm. You know, she put out this word and this word came back to her and it keeps coming back to her yeah you know but the thing is is that you have to be open and aware and aware and concentrate on that in order to see it i completely agree how else are you gonna see it and acknowledge it if you're not paying attention and the law of attraction like you know when you really want something so you concentrate almost like a little kid like really wanting ice cream so they just look at the ice cream and you know that they really want it but in life i feel like if you want something you have to concentrate whatever you're doing in order to fulfill it to a hundred percent job whether it's what you're working on whether it's how you're pertaining or how you're dressing concentration is key and it's something that we lack same with attention span concentrate Concentrate. I was just being a chattering monkey. Yeah. No, but I like it. You definitely, I like, I like you filling in because it's nice to have that third person because then you bring in different ideas and then Lisa's got her theories and I've got my theories. So it makes it more of like a group discussion, especially when people are getting stoned. They kind of just want to listen she to it. She also was kind of saying something too, though. And I want to add one more thing with mass hysteria and a lot of people that, and I heard you say the word earlier, but when you have a bunch of people that create mass hysteria, in a small place or wherever, you can create poltergeist activities. Yes, transference of energy. That's yes. what we were talking about in the first one. Remember with even Veronica and Amityville Horror, you can create, if you have so much energy, you can create like, that. Do you remember like movie Men and Stare Goats? Yeah. Like the CIA during yeah, like, Vietnam that. like gave these guys acid and then made them concentrate as hard as they could in order to push over random objects and move shit and to kill things with their mind. And it actually happened. It's actually, you could actually do this shit. A lot of people can. You can actually... Like telepathy, telekinesis. Yeah, telekinesis. what I was saying about, like, our consciousness is... It, this is nothing. But, like, with Mothman, though. So, a higher superior being, someone that his mind, his brain has evolved to where he can... Mm-hmm. Not only, I mean, humans humans only use eleven percent of our brain. Mm-hmm. That's not even our heaviest muscle in our body, you know, and mm-hmm. it's not even our toughest. You know, the toughest muscle in, in every body is what is it? It's the heart and the tongue. Interesting. The heart and the tongue. Those are the toughest muscles in the body. I know that. The brain is the most delicate. Mm-hmm. The brain is the most delicate. Mm-hmm. But well, you know, every time we you don't... hit your head, you change. Something. Yeah, you yeah. do. Uh, you know, but humans, we only use so much of our brain. And the more you end up using, the more superior of a being you become. Mm-hmm. You not just, okay, like you use 15 or 20%. Mm-hmm. Like dolphins are mammals just like us, but you mm-hmm. 17 or 27%, which has them being able to use sonar under the underwater without mm-hmm. having to speak to each other. And it's their own way. It's the same thing with bats. Mm-hmm. Bats are also mammals that fly, like the Mothman that can use sonar, that does have, you know, mm-hmm. that has more brain nodules. He's flying. That's what I'm saying. So maybe he doesn't have to obviously, say anything to kind of like, and when he does go into human form, it just doesn't work right. He's more evolved than us. Yeah. Which, if we're talking evolved, we're evolution, mm-hmm. science based, science based, we're 
getting into my Jeff Goldblum phase right now. We're oh uh, <laughs> yeah. seeing, you know, hundreds of years of being on this earth, if maybe not thousands. And if he's if here, we are in 2018. And if he's been noticed back in China in fucking the 1920s, mm-hmm. then we're coming up on close to 100 years of fucking sightings of this one creature. Yeah. And if we have multiple sightings around the world of this one fucking moth man. Mm-hmm. Guy with wings, mm-hmm. and he is here 100 years, and he only shows up to death sightings. I'm sticking with he is an angel of death. Oh my gosh! All right, so gotta give to it go to back. Him. Yeah, so he's gonna stick with the sacrifice, <laughs> angel death. Okay, so I wanted to go on instead of closing with, with the current events that I was doing in the first season. I'm gonna kind of switch it up, and I didn't do this in the first couple episodes, but. <coughs> I want to end with a quote just to make you think. And it's an Oscar Wilde quote because he's also one of my favorites. Um, It says, we are all in the gutter, but some of us are just looking at the stars. At the moth man. Gosh. Are they really stars? Oh, those eyes. Anyways, we wish you a wonderful whatever time of day it is. We do appreciate you guys always listening to our podcast. And check out Patreon. Check out our Twitter. Oh, we are also on tons of platforms now. All thanks to Anchor.fm. Anchor's awesome. It's totally awesome. We've got our Wix website. Do check us out. Murder on the 420 Express. It's pretty easy to Google. So check it out on YouTube. Check it out on Facebook. Check it out on Instagram. Whatever social media platform you use and whatever you're listening to this on, we appreciate uh, your support and stay tuned and stay high for a higher train of thought. Stay stoned and mind blown and we'll see you on our side of the tracks next time. (laughs) Ba-dum-bum.